Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, how do you know when it's time to commit? How to get your partner on board with more fulfilling foreplay? And what to do when you're not a cuddler and your partner is? And so much more. Thanks for listening. You know how I'm always encouraging you to get a little more adventurous in the bedroom? Well, our friends at Sport Sheets, you know, the ones who pioneered easy-to-use bondage gear, have just released the perfect products for your next adventure, the all-new Midnight line. Midnight is a collection of sophisticated, playful, and adventurous accessories like lace cuffs, blindfolds, and one of our favorites, a lace collar and leash. Hey, Producer Madison, remember that time I led you around the trade show wearing one? How was that for you? You know, um, surprisingly good. It's really comfy. Uh, I liked it more than I thought I would. I know, right? Fun for everyone. Want to turn up the adventure dial a little more? No problem. Midnight has a whole selection of high-quality nipple clamps that not only feel amazing, but are really beautiful, too. Hey, producer Madison, remember that time? Just kidding. Okay, don't underestimate a little nipple play. Trust me. Each item in the Midnight Collection is made from the highest quality materials. Everything is nicely weighted and feels amazing to use. These are really the perfect way to bring a little special twist to your sexy playtime. Sportsheets has been keeping couples connected for more than 20 years, and the Midnight Collection is their latest masterpiece. To check out this or any of the other fun Sportsheet products, click the Sportsheets banner on my website or visit Sportsheets.com. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-H-E-E-T-S dot com. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. Listening to Sex with Emily, talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can do so many things there. Subscribe to the podcast, check out our daily posts about sex and relationships and all the things that you want to know about. They're all there on the website. And you can follow us on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram at sexwithemily, facebook.com slash sexwithemily. Subscribe to our newsletter if you haven't already, because that's a good time. And um, thanks for telling your friends about the show. And finally, you can download the show on Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify, in addition to iTunes. Very, very exciting. Oh, also, you know that I'm always talking about my favorite toys and where you can find them. Well, guess what? You can now find them on the website. Um, My favorite picks. So look for the Shop with Emily tab on the site's menu. So do that. Hi, Menace. I'm here with Menace. What's We've going on, We've been separated Emily? for a while, and um, I'm so happy to see you. What the heck is going on? I've seen you all over the place on Instagram. If people are not following Sex with Emily on Instagram, you should do that. But you were 
Uh, let me see. You were in New York City. Right. And uh, you were looking good. <laughs> you had like Thank all you. these different kind of outfits going on. Yeah. yeah. I had got dressed who, up. Who was your stylist? Or did um, you do it on your I own? I did the styling on my own, I have to say. I had a great, I just literally the night before I left, I'm like, I need some killer outfits. Yeah. So I got one, a dress, that sexy lace one by uh, Self Portrait. Uh-huh. Great brand. And then I had this red little outfit by Reformation. Yeah. You're showing some Showing some abs hey, instead. Wow. Yeah, some stabs. Look at some you. Abs. I know, right? It was fun. So, which ex-boyfriend so, did you hook up with in New York? I, you know what? I didn't have <laughs> any sex in New York, but there I was. What? Okay. Well, it was sort of like I had a very Carrie Bradshaw moment where I... I don't often think like, oh, I did my show because I'm Carrie Bradshaw. I mean, uh-huh. It wasn't like I saw Sex in the City and... Decided to do this. No, yeah. but I do the Sexual Health Expo, which was mind-blowingly amazing. It was the fifth one we've done, second one in New York, and I'm going to get into that in a minute, but like after the show and after two days of all these people telling me how I've changed their sex life and meeting all the fans, I was like, oh, great. You know, I'm tired. I go back to my room and I'm like too tired to order room service, like alone, not having sex. I mean, not sad, just like uh-huh. all these people having great sex tonight. Or in their lives, and I'm going to sleep, and I'm um, tired to her room service yeah. alone. And I thought it was kind of funny, and then I'm sitting there like on my computer writing up notes from the show and not having sex. But I have sex here. Yeah, you know, of I just wasn't having Los sex Angeles. in New York. I didn't hook up with any exes, although you know what? Yeah, I didn't hook up with anybody. Right. But there wasn't even anyone I wanted to. You know, like I, actually, I was like so satisfied from the two days, but drained. So mm-hmm. here's the deal. You know, Sexual Health Expo, we started here and it's, it's, there's two days of, it was Saturday and Sunday in Brooklyn. So what we do is there's like two days of like speakers, like top sex educators, and then there's all these exhibitors, right? So like all of the products that we know, like up and coming products and like pleasure products, it was just really cool. So I get there on Saturday morning, you know, at like 10 and there was a line around the corner. It's in Brooklyn at this really cool warehouse space, literally like lined up down the street waiting to get in right because you never know if you're going to throw an event or a party if anyone's going to be there and then people just you know we let them in at 10 o'clock and it was just it was so overwhelming and amazing because in the 11 years we've been doing the show I met more listeners in two days than I have in 11 years because wow we don't I mean you do a lot like for the Woody show you do public mm. events I yeah. realize. I don't do that much. I've taught like a workshop here and there at Hustler and I think some people might not want to go to a Hustler store or they might not be the thing. Right. But I'm thinking, I got to get out more because meeting these people, I mean, hundreds, hundreds of listeners. It was overwhelming and it was like, just get to, because we get emails all the time from people who are like, you know, your shows change our life. But to meet people who were just like, you know, and, and the interesting thing was the, the demographic. It was like, you know, there was a couple, and I'm sorry if you're listeners and I don't remember your names at this moment, but like this couple who's like in their 60s and they're like, we fall asleep every night listening to your show and it's like wow, changed our life. Cool. Yeah, there were several like young women who were like, I'm going to become a sexologist because of you. You've like changed the course of my life. And then there were like a lot of couples who listened to the show together, like a boyfriend. Yeah. He's like, I got her to listen, you know, and, and it was just it blew me away. It was like just to hear that and people were like nervous and excited and I'm just always like, and some people were like, I was nervous to say hi and I'm like, I'm standing here at this booth (laughs) like I'm thrilled and everyone said, well, where's Menace? Because I did a live podcast and they're like, well, where's Menace? They just assume that you're with me. I'm like, he's probably in Vegas. Turns out you were in Vegas. Yeah, I was there for the iHeart Radio Festival which was amazing. Two day event and uh, met so many listeners but it's crazy speaking, I was at that festival and I did meet sex with that many listeners and every... I do a lot of, again, like you said, Woody Show events, which is right. a morning show here in Los Angeles. And um, I was like, the, I was at the LA County Fair. Right. And somebody comes up to me and says, I listen to Sex Emily. So it's Dude, crazy. Dude, it's a thing. There's, there's I know. people are out there listening. They're it's, out there. It's amazing. And, and 
yeah, you got to get out more and do. I do. Events. What should we do? We should do an event here that's not like you got to go to Hustler. You got to go. Yeah. And I mean, we did the improv show, t- the ten year mm-hmm. anniversary show, but I don't know. We should talk about that. Like, or email us feedback at sexwithemily.com. It has to be like a destination place. Again, I mean, we've always talked about doing a Vegas thing. I think that was great because I did one. Uh, we did a thing, a meetup in uh, in Vegas with the Woody Show. And we're just like, hey, we're going to be at this place at this time. And I think that would be great because people just want to go somewhere for the weekend. Right. You know, if we say like, oh, beat us in Hollywood, like what are people going to do? Like right. people across the country and the world think like, Hollywood is this gr- uh, glamorous place. It's not. No, there's just like <laughs> lots of traffic a, and smog. It, yeah, it wouldn't be a great place to have people come out for the weekend for like two days. But it, it, had, it would have to be somewhere fun where people can entertain themselves outside of just checking okay. us out. So Vegas, maybe. I, I think or we should somewhere else. do that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, you guys, like, we'll do that. Because I want, just for me also, after doing the and, show for so long, I don't meet, I know you're out there. Uh-huh. I know you're listening, but I don't meet you. And that just, it just, my heart, I mean, I, I tears i had so many emotions and it's it just so felt cool. i'm so so thank you to everybody all the amazing listeners who came out to say hello and 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 who have been supporting the show and i loved hearing your stories and it was just really inspiring and i'm like just it just made me like this is why i'm doing I it because i said we're in a box all the time like yeah. you don't understand we don't meet we don't get to meet anybody right but so, i already had an idea in my head that go, how, go. how we can make it happen go. so oh you're not gonna we'll tell share. me i'm not gonna share you now but people get ready because there's some dates that I have to be there, and then maybe oh. we can just tag it on. Where tag we, it on. Where we just record and say, hey, meet us up here. Okay. You that know? would be awesome, because I did do a live and podcast. And if no one comes, whatever, we'll be drunk and we'll be yeah, sitting. Yeah, we won't be mad. We won't be <laughs> we'll mad be at you. We're Vegas. already having a good time. That's yeah. a good point, because if you're sitting there and no one shows up. But we, I did do a live podcast without you. I'm really sorry. No, That'll be coming fine. out like next week or two weeks. I know. I'm not That's really awesome. sorry. But um, I had a big announcement there that I would what like to it? announce to everybody now. You don't even know this, but... Um, you know how much I love lube. Yeah. Well, Joe, Joe Lube, we talk about them uh-huh. they, all the time. They asked me in a meeting, yes. they're like, what would your dream lube be? And I'm like, that's interesting. Like, I, I have a lot of ideas about it. So now they're going to help me make my dream lube. But I need your help, all the listeners. So go to sexwithemily.com and uh, com slash dream lube and take a short survey. And your responses are going to help Joe create a brand new lube that we design together. Nice. Plus, 10 lucky uh, participants of the survey will receive a Joe prize package worth $100. And they have really cool things. They don't just make lube. They have like really cool beauty products for men and for women. So go to sexwithemily.com slash dream lube or click on the dream lube banner today. It takes like five minutes, four minutes. It's just about like what kind of lube you want. And then it'll be like a lube that we created by the people for the people. That'd be awesome. And um, yeah, so it was a, it was a great, uh, you know, weekend overall. And then I'm going to um, uh, Germany and Amsterdam on Monday. On Monday? Yes. I'm going to another sex See, conference called Aerofame. I know. I'm telling you now. He walks in. I'm yeah. like, ah, we got to talk on the show. But yeah. yeah, I'm going to, it's called Aerofame. Like, you know how I That's go to all awesome. these industry conferences here? Yeah. And so, but now I'm going um, with WeVibe and we have a booth there. And so That's if great. anyone's in Germany, I'm going to be in sure Hanover. We, oh, we've definitely had listeners over the years. I know. That's Email me because cool. I think I'm going to do an event in Amsterdam next weekend, which is like the weekend of October something. I don't even know what the date is. October yeah. like 7th-ish. Well, pay attention. And Pay attention to social media because yeah, yeah. I, okay yeah so fo- follow us it'll be like Twitter wherever Facebook I'm gonna announce where it's gonna be but Amsterdam dude how fun is that that's amazing yeah I was supposed to go to Amsterdam uh, in last December but you know of course the Paris attacks happened and right. messed up all my Pesky travel terrorist terrorist yeah attacks. it sucks but you know that shouldn't uh, stop anybody from 
checking out Amsterdam. That's going to be awesome. In Germany, I I don't really know much about Germany. Right. I just want to, you know, go to Amsterdam to check out the... The, uh, the people the windmills the windmills exactly <laughs> yes. and the um yeah it's gonna be that's it's gonna, gonna be such a great time. time please instagram a ton while you're there i will i want to see what it looks like i promise i will do that sex with emily on instagram sex with them on instagram it's a good time okay so um i've got some sex is there anything else that you wanted to share uh, at this moment? no uh thank you for all the listeners i keep on meeting um <laughs> All over the place in my travels, they, they come up to me and say, I listen to the Sex Elmy show. You don't have to whisper it to me. This Don't be ashamed. Right. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> yeah, it's stand great. Up, stand I, up proud. I love meeting all of you, and uh, thank you for following my French Bulldogs. I Last time I was on there, I announced, not, I had a new French Bulldog, Chimmy, and she's great, and she's been keeping my other French Bulldog happy. And I'm so happy. All the time, and they so. have the two separate Instagrams. They do. I don't see why you <laughs> wouldn't combine the Instagrams. No, they, they have their own personalities. Really? They do. What's, like, what's so different? Like, Chimmy likes to be cuddled. Ooh. Yeah, Chiro, not so much. Oh, I would like Chimmy better. <laughs> yeah. I Chim- just want to cuddle. Yeah, but Chim- Chimmy's a licker. She likes to lick you on the face. I like that, too. Yeah, so. I like licking. All right. <laughs> You do, do you? Duh. Yeah. Duh. So uh, they'll be visiting the offices Please. Uh, soon. Yeah, that's good. You have like a happy family, happy life. I'm yeah, glad things great. are going so well for you. And everyone should check out his show, The Woody Show. The Woody now show, it's going to be yeah. coming everywhere, right? Yeah, they're going to, uh, can't announce it now, but uh, it's going to be on in other cities in the United States uh, starting November. Starting November. So pay attention there. That. And we podcast every day. So right. It's up show. for a day. It's up for a day. It's news, um, pop culture. Right. People like it. People loving you. And say hi. Yeah. And like people come to you, say hi. Say hi to me. I love it. I'm not always like meeting. It it changed my life. This was a life changing weekend for me. Well, once we get syndicated, it'd be great to get you back on the show. Yeah. That was a blast. You didn't tell me if what's her name, the girl on your show used the vibrator yet, but she She did. She said it wasn't strong enough. I told you to bust out. She never had an orgasm. Yeah. And I told you to bust out. She probably didn't know how to use it. We should call her. Just let me call her. Seriously, <laughs> we'll that call was her on the show. She should come on the show. We'll call her for right. sure. Oh yeah, can I share one more thing? Of course. So I did mention a couple of podcasts ago that um, the show that I work on, we teamed up with Habit Burger and we're helping raise money for No Kid Hungry. Well, in the month of September, we helped raise. Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for No Kid Hungry. Oh my God! From the Woody yeah. Show, that's amazing. It's crazy. I mean, Habit, Dude. Habit, like really, you know, they promoted it a lot by themselves too. But we were a part of that, and it was effing amazing. So if anybody uh, is listening to the podcast that were, was a part of that and helped donate money, that is awesome. That's so, a no lot Kid of money. Hungry. Congratulations! Yeah, three hundred fifty. You guys are doing good work. Thousand. Not yeah. just entertaining people. Yeah. And but then I don't have any details, but also on October twenty third, I'm gonna be doing a pet adoption oh. event too. So I want to okay. adopt a pet. Yeah. Yeah. October twenty okay. third. Where? In, at Tustin Toyota in Southern California. I don't have the time. Where's yet. Tustin? Sounds far. It's on the Google. It'll tell you where it's at. I'm not gonna go there. But <laughs> if you see a dog that I like, just yeah. pick them right. up for me. I'll throw it in the, okay. back, of the car. <laughs> throw in the back of the car. It's cool. I need a dog to cuddle. Yeah. Like Jimmy. I know my baby. He cage he cuddles. Yeah. I can't take dogs that don't cuddle. Yeah. It's a problem. We'll see. Can you like pre-screen dogs for cuddling dogs? You probably can. Okay. Anyway, we got some sex in the news. All right. What's going on? Okay. A monthly date night. Monthly date nights could save a marriage. So this is a study they did. Married couples who have a monthly date night and leave their children at home can reduce the chance of splitting up, a study found. Um, having a trip to the cinema, restaurant, or theater and getting away from the children can keep the spark of love alive. Perhaps 
making a little effort, like little touches, wearing a more flattering outfit rather than the more practical outfits that you're just wearing around the house all the time really make a difference. Or just simply spending time together as a couple without the distractions of day-to-day life. And they said, however it works, however couples do this date night, it reduced splitting up by 14% in couples who found time to go on that date once a month. And this shows you how many couples mm-hmm. aren't going on dates. They're I not taking, because life They're gets not. in the way. You're busy. You know, you might be like, oh, I'm just sick of my partner. I don't want to spend a night with him. <laughs> yeah. But that's probably why you need to. Yeah, definitely. You know? Figure out what, you know, what's going on in your relationship and stuff like that. Not like have deep conversations in your free time. It's to have fun. Just you go know? out and have a good time. Yeah. It's funny. I was talking to a friend about this lady. She's had a baby like a year ago. And she's like, God, it's just... We're just not having great sex, and I'm just, you know, it's hot. I'm like, you had a baby. You guys, when was the last time you guys went out? She's like, oh, we, we haven't at all. Like, you forget that that's just so mm-hmm. obvious, but then you get caught up in your life. And I was like, well, do you remember if there was a time in your relationship when things, can you remember when you were the most attracted to him? Like, before you had the kid, and she's like, well, we just used to have fun going out, like getting buzzed and having a good meal. I'm like, okay, so do that. Like, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be expensive. You can go to your favorite, like, hole in the wall, but just, Without the children, the two of you connecting, I would suggest put your cell phones away if you can. Yeah. Like, I know the kids, you're worried. Like, you don't need to have them on the table. You don't need to be Instagramming your meal. Like, <laughs> really, like, focus on each other. Because, yeah. like, phones, I think, are could be really harmful in a lot they of relationships. Are. And then also, uh, Woody, who I work with, he's married with two kids. And he makes, yeah, he does make it a point. I hear him talk all the time, like at least once or twice a month to have a date night thing with, Good. You know, without the kids. You have which, to. You have to do that. But, but yeah. I get that people don't, you know, if it can reduce your chance of divorce like, like 14%. Oh, they think, oh, I got to keep the family going. I got to right. keep on working. I got to, you know, but that's what helps keep the family exactly. going. Exactly. And you're you know? better parents. You're better humans. You're better everything, better employees, better moms, dads, when you have that time to connect. And we've um, said this before. It's Even if it's just like a... A hotel for night in the city that you live in. Right. Like, look, it doesn't have to be a lot of money. Holiday Inn Express. I stay there all the time. It's amazing. Well, it's like I forty nine bucks. Or you get like breakfast, and you get breakfast the next day, and they have a pancake maker that you hit <laughs> one button, one button, and it poops out a pancake. It's amazing. Really? So what's more sexy than that? That is Nothing. sexy, except for the part about the poop, <laughs> yeah. which is funny. Not honey, some, honey. That was so hot last night. Want to go poop out a pancake? Some people, dude. That's nothing. Not to switch the subject. But talking about pooping out a pancake is nothing compared to what just happened recently at the Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco. The stories that I've heard and the things that I, the photos that I've seen, it has taken it to a whole level bigger than I've ever seen. Why? Living in San Francisco. I know. It's San Francisco. I don't even recognize. Like if San Francisco walked up to me in the bar and said hi, I wouldn't even know who it is. I think it's like. It's just taking it to another level. Like the Why things, was pooping I'm, reminded you of it? I, <laughs> I Do you know what? I don't even want to share this on the show, but people can get on Google and type in Folsom Street Fair. It used to be just men and like whips and, no, and, and leather chaps. No, I think people are just like not afraid to share any type of fetish or anything that they're into nowadays. It is... Things like even I, you were shocked after uh, living in San Francisco. Yeah, forever. or just being on the show. Like there's, there's stuff that I've seen. There's stuff that happened... <laughs> that we have never discussed on this show ever, and I cannot no, believe it. And we don't it. even want to. We don't but need to. I know this was about having date night with your partner, but I just a, a side note again, get on Google, type in Folsom Tree Fair 2016. Okay. 
Not wow, at, it means every not year. At work, okay. Not at work. And maybe there's something that you're, you're into that you can find. You might find a new fetish. You it might find a new interest, a new kink. Leave crazy. it to San Francisco to spark that for you. Um, but that's so good to know. I'm sorry anyway. I missed it this year. I used to always go, yeah. you know? But uh, I love San Francisco. I'm saying, just wear a wetsuit this time. Oh, dude, it's <laughs> like what? squirting and pooping. What? I, I don't even want to Okay, say. don't tell me. I love that you're not telling yeah. me. I love that you're using discretion. I am. Super mature. I don't, and that's what type of show we are. Okay. We're not we a are. raunchy show. We're not raunchy. It's already yeah. sex in the title. If I was super raunchy, it'd be challenging. Um, let me just wrap up this sex in the news real okay. quickly, though. Um, the researchers found the effect only worked on married couples and not cohabitees, okay. which is interesting. But I wonder if you're married, I mean, if you if you have children mm-hmm. and you're not married, but you've chosen never to get married. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's just like you live together. Yeah. I think they're saying that if you're just living together for two years and you don't have kids, maybe. But you can also not be married with kids. So I just think every couple needs a time without the friggin' cell phones and out there's the two of you doing the things, but especially when you have kids. Yeah. Um, and Michelle Obama told U.S. talk show host Jimmy Fallon that she and Barack try to do date nights, although it's not easy. Barack has a 20-car motorcade, men with guns, the ambulance is always there. How romantic can you be? Heart goes out to the Obamas. But they're still trying. Even Michelle Obama's trying. You should always try. Okay, we're going to give a little shout-out to our sponsors who we love. And thank you, everyone, for supporting them. Because you know I only talk about things that I love and I know that you'll enjoy. So thanks so much. We'll be right back. You know what's so great about sex toys? They don't get jealous. They just want you to feel good, even if it means they sit one out while you try something new. Well, I was recently introduced to that something new, the rabbit company Leon Vibrator. I'm here to tell you that this little palm-sized beauty is simply awesome. It's made for external use and features two ears that are perfectly positioned for clitoral stimulation. The whole piece is gently curved to match a woman's natural contour, so it can literally lay on you, as the name suggests. But its ergonomic shape feels so good to hold and move around. You'll find endless different sensations by changing the Leon's positions. It's whisper quiet and has six vibration patterns. But my favorite feature? The Rabbit Company keeps the motion in the ears, not the handle. No more numb hands from the transfer of vibration. It's really amazing. Like all Rabbit Company products, the Leon is 100% body safe, features easy to use controls, and has a five-year warranty. To order your Leon, visit therabbitcompany.com or click the Rabbit Company banner on my website. Hey, why not? Lay it on today. Okay, everyone, now we're going to read your emails. Thank you so... Oh, and play your voicemails. Thanks so much for emailing me at feedback at sexwithelmy.com. And you guys are so good. You're so good at your name, your age, where you're calling from, how you listen. It was funny, Menace, because when I was even at the show, not only did it, the Sexual Health Expo in New York, not only did I do a live podcast, but then throughout the weekend, I have a new Zoom recorder. Oh, nice. So I, people were just coming up and, and um, like asking, we had them sign up if they just wanted to ask me questions. And they were so funny. They're like, my name, like, you know, my name is Allie. I'm 24 from New York and I listen on Spotify. She's like, I know Menace wants to know. Like, yeah. they were so <laughs> cute. Like, you've drilled it into everyone's head That's that, like, awesome. they need to... to, to Lay it down. Yeah, we want to know where our listeners are coming from. We just want to know. Thank you so much. We need much. to know. I appreciate that. And also, we will. We are taking your voicemails, and we've got some great calls today. We'll be playing some as well. You can leave a message. 818-ASK-SWE1 or 818-275-7931. That's also on the website. You can find all that there. Sexwithemily.com. True that. Okay, here we go. Dear Emily, I'm casually hooking up with a girl a few years younger than me. We have a strong connection and have stated we have strong feelings towards each other. 
We talk every day and the sex is amazing. She says it's the best she's ever had and has said she loves me. The only issue is that she recently got out of a long-term relationship, almost seven years, and wants to enjoy being single as she never experienced that when she was younger. She had one other high school relationship before the, uh, that, uh, uh, before the last one and she never got to experience being single in her early 20s. She's 25 now. She likes to have a good time, go out and have some one-night stands with others. She loves the chase and excitement, and it's something new for her. She loves that men approach her and seem to be attracted to her. This does worry me as I'm developing really strong feelings and want us to be exclusive. It's only been three months since she ended her last relationship because she wanted to explore her sexual and social freedom. She stated that she wants a proper relationship with me, but had set herself on a 12-month goal of being single to see what she wants with life. We've planned various activities together that are a few months away. She um, She has suggested them, not me. So should I wait? Should I walk away? Or should we look at an open relationship? Thanks, Josh30 Australia. God, I love our Australia listeners. I love we have so many listeners from Australia. I mean, I love all my it's listeners. It's a great place. It's a great place. It's a very sexual place. I know. Australia. They're way, I gotta, maybe we should go down there. South Australia. I'm down to go down under. Who wants to fly us down? Yeah. We'll be there. We'll be there tomorrow. Okay, so Josh. So, man, did you get this whole layout? Because I even know if you're I, even listening. You're, uh, it's a lot. What? So, basically. No, no I'm, I'm listening. I'm recap. totally breaking I'm down. Recapping. I'm ready for my rebuttal on this. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're all ready. Well, I'm just recapping here. Just, you guys, if that was with all the numbers and dates. Okay. So, here's the thing. Is that Josh is really into this chick. And they, you know, he casually hooked up with her. But she got out of a seven-year relationship. She's 25. So, she's been with the same guy since she was 18. And and he's 30, she's 25, they're having this great connection, the sex is amazing, but she states 12 months, like she, she at least gave herself 12 months to have fun and explore, seven years in a relationship is a long time, but I get she also is really attracted to him, and then he's saying like, should we have an open relationship, what do we do? So I think she does need the space to see other people, because she's telling him that, but I, you know, but it's also probably mixed messages, and it's 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 difficult the, for him to navigate because she's really wants to be with him and she's attracted to him, but yet her she's saying I need look, to be without a man. All the answers are right in front of you. They're being told to you. It's that happens ninety percent of the time. It's just for you to accept it. That's it. That she's telling you exactly what she wants to do. All right. 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 Just let her go off and do her own thing. You go do your own thing. Right. And see, she's not going to change happens. this. Right. Don't try to like be in the middle of it like you know what i really want to commit and she tells you oh i don't want to commit i, I just want to be out here and doing things right. like that's just going to cause issues i in, agree and if you eventually want to be with this person go let them let do her be free thing. don't have all your time being taken up by a person that doesn't want to uh commit at this time right but here's the why go it's confusing live your own life and if she's there she's there but here's why my heart goes yeah. out to him because i was this chick for a long time, I would be, I was a serial monogamous and I would be in a relationship and I'd break up with the guy and I'd say, I'm gonna you be know free. what, I want to be free. I want to know who Emily is without a man in my life. I mean, this yeah. was all through my 20s. And then I'd go out and I'd meet a guy who was great and I'd be like, oh, I really like you, but I can't do it, but I like you, but I can't be with you. And I would go through this and then eventually I would break up with them. I think it's really important for everyone, men and women, to have time without a relationship. And if you keep going from one to the next to the next, you never get to figure out really who you are. And I'm not saying this is for every person on the planet. Some people meet someone when they're young, meet someone whenever, and they're happy. Yeah. But but she's telling, but Josh, she is telling you that she needs her sexual and social freedom 
But I get it's confusing because her actions are, she's planning stuff down the road. So I would say either you need to cut it off. You could have an open relationship, which sounds like you are right now because you said she's hooking up with people. Can you handle that? Like open relationships are hard to do when you're not, when you're starting out, like when you don't have a foundation. It sounds like you guys are new and it's exciting. So to open it up, it sounds like you're just dating other people. If you can handle that, Josh, maybe that'll work. But it sounds like you love her and you want to, you know, you're falling in love with her and you want to be with her. So it could just get really tricky. And I know, again, that I used to do those things because when I was with these guys that I liked, I would really be into them. I'd be like, this is amazing. But then I'd go home and I'd be like, oh, I'm confused. So that's what she's doing too. So eventually. Go go live your life. Let her be free. And if she comes to you in the end, she does. If she doesn't, at least you had fun. You had fun. You You had a good time. Right. Okay. Hi, Emily. I love your show. I get so excited when I see a new episode and I always look forward to listening to the podcast on my way home from work. I'm 25 years old female and my partner is a 28 year old male. We've been in a relationship for three years. Before my current partner, I've been in four monogamous relationships. All of them like different things in bed. In particular, one of my partners enjoyed a lot of touching, licking, and kissing all over his body. His neck, his, his ears, his chest, his waist, you name it. I really liked this. And it gave me a lot of variety in terms of what I could do for foreplay. My current partner, however, seems to like only one thing when it comes to foreplay. Blowjobs? <laughs> blowjobs. Yes, sweet. So good. Right, right Venice. See? Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love giving blowjobs. That was a tough one, right? Yeah. What, what, what could he possibly like? like? Long this, walks on the beach? Where is this leading to? <laughs> right, kissing, nibbling on his neck? Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love giving blowjobs, but I want a little bit of warm-up. I want to touch, kiss, and lick his body, but he doesn't like that. Most time, it just tickles, he says. The issue is twofold. I feel you, man. You don't like the tickling or the whatever. You're like, you just want a blowjob. You're this yes. guy. I mean, and every ninety percent of guys want that anyways. They don't. They give want a shit bl- about you kissing them all over. They just want. They they're gonna let you do it because eventually they know they that know it's gonna lead gonna to a blowjob. Well, this is a twofold. Sex, this is a twofold know? question. So, he typically goes straight to fingering me or trying mm-hmm. to eat me out. I want him to take his time. I want some intimate foreplay. How can I add variety to the foreplay I'm giving him and have him like it? And how can I get him to give me more foreplay? Dude, All this right. is like harder than solving world hunger. I swear to God, yeah. everybody wants more foreplay. But I'm going to help you. I'm right. going to help you, Michelle, because you're 25 years old and this is not going to end for you. So let me just All tell right. you, because I sleep with guys my age and they don't know about foreplay. And they're <laughs> fucking putting their fingers inside me. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I am not turned on. What about my boobs? What about my neck? What about kissing me? So Michelle, I get it. You're on board. But sometimes men need to be taught. We need to teach them. And they want to learn. Like, Here's the the misconception about men and women. One of the bazillion is that the misunderstanding. When a guy goes right to your your vagina, your vulva, your pussy, however you want to call it, Mm -hmm. and starts fingering you and touching you, we think he doesn't care he doesn't want to turn me on. He just wants to get his. He doesn't know that it hurts. No, cause no he, he, he wants to please you. He really does. He doesn't know how. So I'm going to teach you how to teach him how to have, like be into foreplay and how to give you what you want. Do it. So um, just saying more foreplay, what does that do? You're like, what does that mean, right? If, it can be challenging. I think it does. And then, But here's a real quick thing before you get into it. Yeah. You opened up with exactly what I was going to say. Uh, if you tell a guy 
that you want more foreplay, he's not going to run away. The whole reason you're writing this email is because you're too afraid to tell him what you want. Right. So you want to try to figure out a different way how to get what you want without telling him directly. Exactly. Don't be afraid to tell him. Say, hey, you know what? I want more foreplay. Any guy in the world that is sleeping with you is not going to be afraid by that. They just a guy is just going to want instructions on what to well, do. Well, this is and what this I'm is saying. What gonna okay, do, this is right. This is what I'm going to do. I'm she just giving you the point. Don't be afraid to tell him. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Do not be afraid because he wants to know. But it's a little finessing. You got. You can't. So here's what you do. You Start by telling right? him charts. What? I got blueprints and charts? No, but I need one. I need more here. Um, So start by telling them, like, I enjoy it so much. Like, when we're kissing and hugging, it really turns me on. That's something you can say. Like, when he walks in the door and you guys hug, you're like, God, that turns me on. That feels really good. So you're, like, laying the groundwork for for what he knows. And, like, studies have shown that, like, a 30-second hug can turn, not to the point where she's going to want to have sex, but gets you, like, connected. Like, Mm -hmm. it gets those hormones and, like, the serotonin and all that spikes just from the touching. Um, so you want to avoid negative comments like, why don't you kiss me more? Why don't we do this? Or why don't we do that? Cause that's just going to like shut him down. Um, so you can start with like, you were doing something the other day. You can say to him that really turned me on, you know, like I loved when you were like the way we were making out or the way you were kissing my ear. So you're giving him like a point of reference for things that you like, rather than just saying you, again, you want foreplay. You could also say, and I, you could also say, I had a really hot dream about you the other night. Mm-hmm. And then you can explain it. You can say you were kiss. I'm just you were kissing my body all over, and it felt so great. I was on my stomach, and you were like slowly kissing me down my back, and then like eventually I turned over and gave you a blowjob. Right? You can put him in the dream, and you might think, well, that's not true. I didn't have that dream. Well, you had that fantasy. <laughs> you had that thought. Yeah. This is what you want. You so you know what? Yeah. It's it's not. It's just a way to explain to him what you want, and it's kind of like an outside thing. Like you had the dream, and um, you know, a little imagination fantasy is fine. Um, you could also tell him like, you know, it turns me on so much when you know I just love kissing you. Can we go slow tonight? You know, I mean, just you got to give him examples. Like when and when something isn't working, when it's not working, you don't want to say like this isn't working. You can say like um, something like um. There was something that you were doing the other night that felt like really good. And then you could like show them something that you want. Or you can say like, um, my body is craving something different tonight. Like just rather than like stop or pushing his hands away or doing something that would just like make him feel like he's failing, you can just kind of keep redirecting him. So how do you show him? This is the other thing you're saying, Menace, you said like you could say I want more foreplay, but how do you show him? How do you show him what you want? Well, First of all, you can have him start just like, tell him that you're in charge. And then we're going to get to how you can get him to like foreplay, but this is about you first. You can tell him that like you're in charge. Have him start kissing you and say, you know what? I want to play a game tonight. You're going to start kissing me. And like, I want, I want to keep kissing until like, I kind of tell you what's happening next. So he can start kissing you. And then you can say, God, I really want you to kiss my neck. And like, have him go slow, like slow him down and be like, kiss my neck. Now, like, I want you to slowly undress me. And, like, have this go as slow as you want. And you can, like, kiss him back and do things to him. And so you're directing it. And then he's understanding what you want. So have him slowly caress your neck or your back or, like, and then he'll know, like, there is no going down to your pants yet. And he'll see that you need 10, 15 minutes, two hours. Two hours. Do you think that would help you, Menace? (laughs) Uh, yeah, just some instructional. Right? Thing. Like, that's slowly. All, it's a game. Guy, that's what every guy wants, just some, some direction. They do. 
but we don't know how to do it sometimes we get angry we say it once and we're like why didn't he pay attention because people don't change their behavior overnight you're just too afraid to say directly what you want right and so if you don't know like i also feel like i just want to be told directly i'm you do right like guys are like dogs you just tell them exactly what you want right you'll get it you Hopefully, know? yeah. But again, you do have to like keep on training them, though. You do. Then they'll be like, okay, this is what she wanted this one time. You know, and, and then, then he'll the keep second, doing it. And then the second time, it's back to exactly what it was like. It's before. true. They're it's like, like a dog. No, it's like training a dog. I, yeah, this is what I want every time. Right. You and didn't throw a bone to, to that point. Yeah. Right. You like you didn't just throw a bone once and and yeah, and chimichurro fist- knew exactly what to bring. No, back, you got to do it like you know? fifteen times. So, yeah. okay. So about him, he, she's she's upset because he doesn't like the kissing and all that. But I think if you get more foreplay, you might not be as. Up- I think she's just really like a giver, and I feel like Michelle, you're thinking he should want as much foreplay as I do. But if you really want him, here's another thing: rather than him just doing it on you, you can say, you know what, babe, tonight is about you. You can put some music on, turn the phones off. Lie him down and say, I want to put a blindfold on him if he'll be down with that. And just give him a massage. Like, start to, like, just say, I don't want you to do anything tonight, like, right now. I'm just going to kiss you. And you just start, you know, kissing him, touching him. You can use, like, a massage candle, pour some wax on him. I think that you who doesn't like massage, though? Like, it could get him in the mood, slow it down. See what he likes and doesn't like. If he's like, ouch, that hurts. You could be like, do you like this? It's good to give options. Like maybe you could use that touch like with your fingers like lightly down his back or maybe he wants a massage. Like a real, like just figure out what touch he likes. Do you want this or do you want this? And then maybe when you, that will calm him down to be in the mood because you say you're trying to touch him right now and he's like, oh, that tickles. But again, just like women, he might not be relaxed enough to receive that pleasure and how good it mm. might feel to be touched in the way that he, he might not even know what kind of touch feels good to him either. Yeah. So it just sounds like this is the perfect example we get all the time of just slowing everything down. My favorite sex tip. Yes. Slow it down. So that's why I say, Michelle, this is all some good stuff here. I think do this. You'll be happy. Email me. Let me know how it goes. Another email. What? Excited? Did that get you turned on, kind of? Totally. (laughs) Hi, Emily. I love the podcast. You and Mendes make a great duo. Oh, hey. Hey. Hi. I recently started dating a guy I met at Tinder. We've been dating for three months, and everything is going great. Cool. Uh oh. We've met each other. (laughs) There's there's always a but. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine just an email like no buts? Uh, We've met each other's families, and we instantly hit it off. We've been playing with the idea of having a threesome with another girl. Already? Wow. It is both of our fantasies, and I'm very attracted to women, so I'm in the hunt for someone to join us. Uh My only fear is that it may change the dynamic of our new relationship. We've set boundaries, decided that would be it would be one time a fun hookup, and we wouldn't have any contact with the girl after the fact. Since our relationship is very new, do you think this is a bad idea? Should we build a stronger foundation first? Thanks so much. Amy, 29, Covina, California. Hmm. Oh, Covina. Covina. What's up, Covina? Yeah, it's near us. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I would say if this is something you want to do, knock it out right away and see what happens. Because why invest so much in a relationship and then you do do it and then you realize, oh, you know what? this actually does affect our relationship. And then you invested all that time 
You know, might mm-hmm. as well just get it out of the way and see what happens. Yeah. That, at least that's how I feel. No, but that's interesting, man. It's because I was going to say the fact that you're emailing me, if it's a good or a bad idea, I think it might not be the right time because it's a new relationship. Because um, when you have doubts, it might not be a great thing to do. And I was going to say you could have threesomes in other ways. Like you can like fantasize about it and talk about it. Like I had a boyfriend who did this. And he was like, God, I picture a woman right now and she's hot and going down on you. And like, to me, that was like a really hot fantasy. Like in my twenties, I was like, wow, that's hot, but we're not actually having a threesome. However, Menace, you bring up a good point that when I'm reading this again, Amy's saying that she's really attracted to other women. And so if you really want to do it and you guys have set this, it might just be prepared that it might change your relationship, but maybe for the better, maybe you guys will have threesomes all the time, but there is no denying the fact that either way, this will change things. It could be for the better. It could be for the worse. And if you can't stop thinking about it and you like, you really want to be with another woman right now, I like that you set boundaries. I like that you can't have any contact with the girl. I mean, these are all sounds like really good rules uh-huh. and boundaries. So, um, it's usually we get emails that my boyfriend wants to have a threesome. I don't know, but, well, <laughs> but this is like, the woman, but do you yeah, want to hear something? Everybody's into it. No menace. This is. I was actually going to announce this, like make an announcement in some other way, but I'm going to say it now since you brought it up. Over the last 11 years, there's often trends in emails we get. You know, uh-huh. people, certain topics come up. In the last, I'd say, two months, we've had so many emails from women who want threesomes. They want to know how to get a third, how to convince their partner. Uh-huh. We never got those emails. And even when I was at the Sexual Health Expo, when people came up and asked me questions, two women, how do I find a third? So wow. it's changing. It's the times are changing. Women are like, I'm, I don't know. And I don't know if it's because... Yeah, the women are out there hunting. I the think women are hunting. I think it's way easier for them. Yeah. Way but they always want to know how to find a third. There's actually a great blog on our website that Celeste um, Hirschman, who I talk about, um, who I'm taking my somatica training with, yeah. she wrote a blog called I'm a Unicorn and a Unicorn Hunter about her experience because the third is called a unicorn Yeah, in a threesome relationship, typically the bisexual partner in a threesome. So I would um, I would check out that blog yes. if you're interested. Because I, I just, I'm amazed by all these women who are like writing it. Not amazed, it's just, I love it, but it just didn't happen before. So I thought you'd like to know that Sex with Emily update. I love it. I love it too. All right, Menace, now we got this exciting part of the show. Our new thing is the voicemail. So thanks, it. everyone, for leaving us voicemails. I gave you the number earlier, which is 818-275-7931. So All the info's at sexwithemily.com. True that. Just click on Ask Emily. This is fun. It's almost as good as meeting everyone in person is hearing their voices. So I love hearing from you. Here we go. First question. Hey, Emily. This is Steve, and I live in Studio City. Um, I'm a new listener, and I was turned on to your show by my beautiful and lovely friend, Summer who also loves your show, and um, love you too. You're great. So anyway, here's my question. I'm so fascinated by all things women, and I've never heard this before until I started listening to your show about the quadrants of the clitoris, or the clitoris, or Dolores. Anyway, anyway um, so tell me more about the quadrants, and I don't. I want to know more about this. And um, anyway, you're fantastic. Thanks so much. Love you, and um, bye. All right. Thank you, Steve. I know, right? Is this like Star Wars talk or what? <laughs> right. You're like, I'm just glad if you found the clitoris and now we're breaking it into quadrants. Well, now thank you, quadrants. Steve. Why yeah. make it more complicated? Okay, dude. We just need any way that we can make you more, understand. If yeah. we have a few Star Wars <laughs> analogies, we will. Yeah, we just want ahead. you to break it. Okay, so here's break the thing. Down. Steve, um, there's lots of nerve endings in the clitoris. And the upper left quadrant is the sweet spot. 
Um, it contains the highest concentration of nerves in the human body. And if you, if you built one taste where I went Mendesil, my infamous clitoris stroking yes, class I did years ago. Random people, random people stroke my clitoris, yeah. which sounds much more um, sketchy than it actually <laughs> is. But they kind of mapped out like the emotional reflexology of the clitoris. Um, but their findings are pretty classified. They talk about the upper left quadrant being the third eye of ohm. But here's the deal. If you, Steve, want to find the upper quadrant of the clitoris or you're a woman listening and you want to find it on your own, which I recommend. It's a tiny area crammed with thousands of nerve endings. So look at the clitoris between your legs. With the top of the clitoris as 12 o'clock, like on a clock face. So to find one o'clock, it's, it's ideally like a small indentation or pocket between the hood and your clitoris. So he can use his index finger or you can use yours and you stroke it like with the lightest, lightest touch possible. Like if you think it's light, like it's almost like you're not even sure if you are touching it. That's how light. And use the tip of the finger. Um, you know, you can use Steve, your tip of your finger is like, is the, is, is the pad. So you don't want to use like a pointed finger. It's like the pad of your finger and you stroke it at a constant speed for periods of like two to three minutes. And that's what they do in the oming class. But the truth is it's really about going slow. Like everything with the clitoris and sex, like you just want to go slow. But that is the, the truth is there is more sensitivity. And a lot of women I talk to, like I know like when I masturbate, like I'm focusing on that upper left quadrant. Like on my clitoris, when I look down my 12, it's like to my left. Like if I'm looking right now at my clitoris, it's to the, so that, does that make sense? 12 o'clock, it's the one o'clock yeah. on the face of the clock. I'm spatially challenged. So I'm just explaining to you. So that's what it is. And it does exist. And it is super sensitive. Um, yeah, go so you'll find about it. this website on your website, I right? I don't, but we could post this yeah. little quadrant thing. We're going to do that for the show posts. Right. We'll do that. So keyword uh, quadrant. Quadrant. <laughs> keyword quadrant. Yeah, I don't even know how um, That was a great so. question though, Steve. Thank you. Because if I ever just gave a throwaway thing about the quadrant, I understand why you'd want more information because um, I love men and women who are interested in the clitoris. Okay, next email. Voicemail. Hey there, Emily. This is Erin. I'm 28 and I listen to the show on my phone usually while I'm out working. Um, I am just calling because I've been seeing a new guy for a couple of months and everything seems great. He's super sweet. But a few nights ago, it came up that his feelings get really hurt because I don't like to cuddle while I'm sleeping. We'll cuddle before bed, but then what is, as soon as I start to be sleepy, I pull away, I turn my back to him, and I fall asleep. Sounds amazing. Uh, I've been single for a couple years before, so I'm just used to sleeping alone. But I just wanted to ask, do you think that I should try to cuddle, try to get more used to the cuddling while I sleep? Or do you think it's something that he should compromise on and just be okay with cuddling before bed? Thanks so much. Let me know. Bye. Great question, Erin. Great question. Because again, I think this could be a case of compromising. I mean, your habit is rolling over and just falling asleep and he needs that to feel connected to you. So I would say it can't hurt trying because it doesn't sound like you loathe cuddling. It sounds like you're in the habit of falling asleep, cuddling, and then you roll over, which I think a lot of people do. But I personally like to be touching the person that I'm with. So maybe, you know, touching the person that I'm with when I'm dating them, like I don't need to be like 
completely enveloped in his arms the whole time. But you could do like that thing where your like legs are wrapped around each other, you know, and you're not really like you're still touching in that way, but you're not completely embracing because I know it gets hot. You want to roll away. Um, but people have very different feelings about this. And so I would say, why not try it? See how it goes. Like it could be like you're cuddling, but maybe he's, he needs to make some compromises on what cuddling means to him. Like if he needs to, again, engulf you again, just so like you're, you could be holding hands or your feet could be wrapped around each other. But I say, why not? Why not? Like I'm saying, this is my dream girl right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know. I know. Not cuddling. It's so, it's, it's weird though. You know, the typical like, oh, the girl wants to cuddle and the guy doesn't. But he wants, yeah. I don't want to cuddle. Nothing's I want to sleep on my back. I mean, my girlfriend doesn't mind not cuddling. She doesn't mind cuddling. anything. Yeah. Like, you never let this one go, Menace, because she literally puts up with you. It's friggin' amazing. Like, seriously, oh, she should get a medal. What's wrong with me? Well, you know, it just what? would be it would be challenging. I'm just saying. What's challenging? I don't know. The fact that you probably don't even, not only do you know the quadrant and the clitoris, I'm not the sure quadrant, you know the clitoris. I can take a stealth fighter and find the quadrant. If you needed to, <laughs> right. But but no, Aaron, I think those are good questions. Like, what do you do? You're 28, you've been with him. I think, like, you guys got to work on it together. Um, Maybe some nights you cuddle, maybe sometimes you don't. You might find you like it more than, than you realize. But if he's, I, okay, so here's my thing with Kylie. I personally have been with men who just, like, roll over and fall asleep. And I have woken up, I feel like I am being, like, abandoned, rejected. Like, to me, it feels like, I might as well be sleeping alone. And so I like to have some form of physical contact. Like I need that. So I totally get it. And if that's what he needs, again, you could kind of find a compromise there. But if you can't do it, you can't do it. And then he's just going to have to deal with it, I guess. But I personally couldn't deal with it. I need that. That's how I feel. All right. Or you got to find someone who's not a cuddler. Yeah. Okay. We got one more. All right. <laughs> Hi, Emily. My name is Allie and I'm a mid 20s female from Manhattan. And I listen to your show on the Stitcher podcast app. I was thrilled to meet you on the street on Sunday at She. You're exactly how I imagined you. Friendly, articulate, and genuine. Truly beautiful inside and out. My question is, how do I change positions more seamlessly in bed? I often find that I follow the lead of my partner and fall into the habit of letting him direct our next sex position. Any advice on what I can say or do during sex to ease myself into being in charge of sex transitions? Thank you so much. I love your show. And also, my boyfriend is obsessed with Anderson and the film vault. So, hi, Anderson. Bye. Whoa. Thanks, Allie. It was so nice to meet you. I remember meeting you when I got out of the car, and I remember meeting you there in the street. So, thank you so much for coming. That's and awesome. And, God, our listeners, aren't these great, like, articulate Super questions? Cool. Okay, Allie, here's the deal. Um, how to transition... He probably takes control because that's how every woman has wanted a lot of guys. They got a lot of pressure on themselves. Men have to make the typically have to initiate. They got to direct. I think that you might be overthinking this. If you know that you want just freaking roll when when you're doing a position, you start having sex. Climb on top of him, like do doggy style. Like I know that I've been with guys when I'm with guys and I'm like want doggies. I'll just like get on my knees. I will climb on top of them. Like they really don't protest. No. So. I don't even know that I could explain to you some kind of like elaborate choreography, but you might just want to be like, God, you know, it feels so good right now. And then you climb up. If you'd like some words so he knows what's happening, you'd be like, oh my God, let me try this. I've been thinking about this. I've been f- masturbating to this all week. And just like climb on top, do doggy, like whatever. I don't know what you're thinking about, but I would say just do it. And I don't think he's going to protest at all. Guys are so easy. I'm telling you. Roll him over sexually, like a dog. Sexually, <laughs> I mean, communicating with them, not so easy, 
But I mean, sexually, you take over. They're not gonna. Guys love that. Love it. I think that. I mean, I, I've, I, okay. So I think I've yet to hear from a man on this show in eleven years, hundreds of thousands of emails that it said like, "I'm so bummed that she always is taking control in the bedroom and doesn't let me do it." Like never once. You're not gonna. You're not never gonna once. Find that guy. So <laughs> Allie, I say, just I think this is all in your head that you're yeah. like, there's got to be a thing. So stop. Don't overthink it. When you're having sex with them, just do that thing. And then let me know how it goes. And it was great meeting you too. And thanks for the kind words. These are fun. That's all we got time for. But I love these voicemails. It's great seeing you. I feel like they're here, Allie. I feel like you're here. So thanks, everyone. Great seeing you too, Menace. Congrats on all your traveling everywhere and meeting. It feels good. It's It's really cool. So I want to do more of it. If you're going to be in Europe, if you're going to be in Germany, Amsterdam Mm -hmm. in the next week, um, follow me on social media, and I will let you know where I'm going to be. Thank you, Menace. Follow Menace at Menace. Follow his dogs. Yeah. Follow his life. It's so easy. Listen to the Woody Show. Yeah. Check it all out. Um, Okay. And uh, thank you, Producer Madison. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Ken. I have an amazing team. I know. Shout out to Ken. Ken, I love you, Ken. I don't know why. I'm shouting out to you. So thanks for killing it at She, the Sexual Health Expo. And um, I love you all. And thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. talk about the orgasm gap. You don't know what the orgasm gap is? Okay, so a little refresher. Men take anywhere between six to eight minutes to orgasm during intercourse. Women between 20 and 40 minutes. You see the issue here? There's like a gap. Even if you don't have an issue with premature ejaculation, the fact remains women take longer to achieve orgasm than men do. A lot longer. But you can take action. You can. For starters, more foreplay. Foreplay is not just a suggestion, it's actually mandatory. And to help you narrow the orgasm gap during intercourse even more, try Promescent. See, Promescent is a clinically proven FDA-approved product that can significantly delay ejaculation. So, why is that a good thing? Because if you're able to last longer, you'll have less anxiety about performing. You can focus on being in the moment with your partner, enjoying sex instead of stressing about it. And your partner gets the benefit of a longer, more intense experience. Doesn't that sound much better? Does that sound more fun? No more gaps? Not more sex? Not more orgasms? God, this sounds good. Promescent is a topical spray that gets applied to the penis to improve a man's stamina. Unlike common delay sprays that make you numb, Promescent is quickly absorbed, allowing you to enjoy the sensations of sex. When used properly, it won't transfer to your partner, which trust me, nobody likes. What other product can help you last longer, have better sex, reduce performance anxiety, and improve your relationship? Exactly. None. And it's easier to buy Promescent than ever before because now it's available at your local Rite Aid and Target too. That's right. You can run out, get some today. Of course, you can also click on the Promescent banner on my site or visit Promescent.com today. Okay, guys, turn your volume down for the next minute. I need to tell the lady something. Go ahead. Trust me. It's for your own good. All right, ladies, it's just us now, and I have news for you. Your guy loves to masturbate. Hey, it's natural, healthy, and necessary. Let him know that not only are you cool with it, but that you really want him to enjoy it too. Surprise him with the number one selling toy for men, the Fleshlight. Fleshlight's toys feel so real, they're truly the next best thing. They have models created for every preference you can think of, models that are perfect for travel, and one of our favorites, the Quick Shot. 
it's an open-ended sleeve that we like to call the hand job helper. And don't think your guy is the only one who will benefit from a flashlight. Their famous stamina training unit is all about helping guys learn to last longer in bed. This is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you really want to turn them on, turn them on with a flashlight. It'll be a surprise he won't forget. Just go to sexwithemily.com and click on the flashlight banner right now.